We welcome all of you by live stream to this assembly. We have just had a wonderful prayer meeting in the back room led by Adam Wells, where four brothers prayed, and we are excited to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. A passage was read to us back there. It's from Romans chapter 8, but instead of just the last two verses, it's about the last five verses, that though peril and sword may come, and it's too easy for us to see all that stuff on our computers and phones and televisions, we are more than conquerors in Him, that is the Lord Jesus Christ who loved us and gave Himself for us. Amen. We are more than conquerors. Now a conqueror is, a, is dominion. It's what I like in sports. It's a team demolishing another team. And a conqueror is a king that has demolished another nation. But we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. Amen. Open your Bibles with me to Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1, for one of the most glorious, concise statements about our religion that there is in the Bible. This is the greatest salutation in the Bible. Yesterday, Sherry and I were working out at Southside Christian School on Woodruff Road, and they had flying below the American flag something that people call the Christian flag, which I'm not sure what that is or why they call it that. Somebody invented it about 150 years ago. You've all seen it. You know what I'm referring to. But that is not the ensign of our religion. <clears throat> the ensign of our religion is not something so pitiful as a piece of cloth of different colors. The ensign of our religion is the true statements about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because in Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 10, which Paul quoted in Romans chapter 15, the ensign of our religion is the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth himself. And so I want to read to you what could be called an ensign, which means a banner or a standard for an army to follow and to know where the rallying point is for our faith. But it's in Revelation chapter 1. I preached this to you in detail about eight years ago, 2012. I just want to read it to you this morning and very briefly comment. It's verses 4 through 7. There's a preface of verses 1 through 3. But verses 4 through 7 are the salutation of John to the seven churches, and so he blesses them in the Trinity, and then he praises the Lord Jesus Christ and blesses the Lord Jesus Christ on their behalf, all in three verses, four verses. Here we go. John, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you. And peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 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 Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. amen. And amen. He's coming. Behold, he cometh, it tells us in that seventh verse. 
Do not let these fear mongers and all the news that no one else in the history of the world has ever had to look at about events taking place in their country or other countries disturb you. It is a new phenomenon, only for Americans, only in this generation, to know all the stuff that's going on in other cities and have it blown out of proportion. Yes, it's terrible. Yes, it's, yes they ought to be ground into the streets. You know I believe all that. However, I want you to remember that the man who wrote this to you by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost was on the Isle of Patmos, having been banished there by the Roman emperor for his Christian faith. But it didn't move him. Look at the excitement he has to salute the seven churches of Asia. And so he saluted them. And there is from the Trinity the blessings of grace and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come. That's the everlasting Father. That is, I am that I am. Because he's always been here, he always will be here. And it's grace and peace from him. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. You know there's only one Holy Spirit. But in the book of Revelation, that one Holy Spirit is presented as seven spirits because, for this reason, there were seven churches. And the Lord wanted us to know that the Holy Spirit is ours personally in this church because he's the infinite, divisible presence of God with us. That's why they're called seven spirits. It's like the seven eyes that are in other places. It's to get your attention from a perfect number, which is seven. One of the perfect numbers in the Bible is seven. And it's because of seven churches. They each had their allotment of the Holy Spirit. And we have ours. And so we have grace and peace coming to us from Him. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the yea and the amen, the first begotten of the dead. And He's the prince of the kings of this earth. Now when John wrote that, a king of this earth was the king of this earth. And it was the Roman emperor. And he had put John on the Isle of Patmos, but Jesus was his commander. Because Jesus is our leader and our commander, and he's the king of kings and lord of lords, and he's the prince of the kings of this earth. He's above them and he's over them. And in him, we are more than conquerors, as we heard earlier this morning. And so we have the first sentence that ends in the middle of verse 5, and then John turns it around. Unto him that loved us, and turning backward toward the Lord Jesus Christ, we bless him who washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. What a tremendous statement about our religion, that we are kings and that we are priests unto the infinite, independent, everlasting God Jehovah made so by the Lord Jesus Christ. He washed us from our sins in His own blood. He shed His own blood, the Son of God did, that we could be washed from our sins. And to Him belongs glory and dominion forever and ever. There's that word dominion. Because He's the Prince of the kings of the earth, and in Him we're more than conquerors, and we have dominion over the powers of darkness because of Jesus Christ our Lord. They are terrified of Him. They fell down and worshipped Him when they met Him. The devils in this world fell down and worshipped Him. We know Thee who Thou art. We know that Thou art the Son of the living God. Art Thou come to torment us before the time? They know He is their tormentor, and He will have the final say about their eternal destiny. They know that. Jesus we know. Paul we know. And the church of Greenville we know. But who are you? Behold, he cometh with clouds. Amen. And the, whole, the earth is going to wail when he comes. 
It's not going to be exciting news for them. It's going to be exciting news for us. I hope you enjoyed my little few sentences to you yesterday. I was out of my mind with joy about Enoch being a prophet and no one knowing about it. Well, those that lived with him, his contemporaries, until Jude told us in Jude that Jesus is coming with ten thousands. Plural. Ten thousands. Now that could be two ten thousands for twenty thousand. Or it could be ten thousand ten thousands so that it matches scripture with a hundred million angels to burn this place up. That is what should drive you. That is what should excite you. That's what you should embrace. That's what you should look at. This is the good news of the gospel to overwhelm the bad news that we get when we look online or on our phones or on the television. I peek. I peek right along with you. I get as angry as any of you get. Maybe more. But I know that I need to come back. And when, I, when Jude verses 14 and 15, yes, Lord. He, he was looking out for me in my office. He knew I needed that. To judge, there's ungodly that's four times in verse 15. To ju- Don't, Lord, help me right now. To convince them. He will convince every single one of them how ungodly they are. When you read through a verse, slow down enough to see the word convince. See, I just don't want them dead. That is the enemies of our nation, the traitors to our nation. I don't just want them dead. I want them convinced before they get to die. And the Lord Jesus Christ is going to convince them. Brethren, in live stream land, and brethren here, and there's 124 of us here, let us worship that Lord today. Let us glorify our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the Prince of the Kings of this earth. We're not exiled to the island of Patmos. We still live in the lap of luxury, and it hasn't touched us except to enter our eyes and ears to distract our hearts and our minds. So let's draw a line and have a great day together. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, there is no God beside thee, and there is no Savior beside the Lord Jesus Christ. In thee and him alone we trust for our affairs in this world and eternal life in the world to come. We thank thee for choosing us out of this world and assigning us to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank thee for sending him to be our Savior and our Lord. And we bow before him, thy Son, the yea and the amen of all thy promises, and we exalt him in thee. O Heavenly Father, be with us this day. We thank thee that through him we are more than conquerors. We thank thee that thou hast made him the prince of the kings of the earth. We thank thee that thou hast made him the king over the prince of the power of the air. We thank thee that the Lord Jesus Christ reigns supreme at thy right hand over all angels, principalities, and powers, throne, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world to come. And in him we trust. We thank thee that he washed us from our sins in his own blood, and we thank thee that he's made us kings and priests to thee, so that even the believing children in this assembly can come into thy presence by the Lord Jesus Christ. And we come boldly this day. We are thy children, and this world hates us, And we will live for Thee, even if it costs us our lives. But Heavenly Father, we ask Thee to put a hedge about this church 
and keep the powers of darkness away and keep all the rabble that is in our streets away and all the rioters and the so-called protesters and the traitors to this nation and the enemies of God and the Bible. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. Lord, protect us from the inside by granting us a great measure of thy spirit. Let the angels be with us, but most of all, let the Lord Jesus Christ walk around this golden candlestick and keep us safe this day. And not only safe, Heavenly Father, but lift up our hearts, lift up our minds, lift up our spirits by the power of Pentecost, thy Holy Spirit, that we might see thee, love thee, humble ourselves before thee, confess our sins, and rejoice in the forgiveness of sins that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for every assembly that is taking place this day, whether in person, by live stream, or a combination thereof, wherever, in whatever nation. Lord, bless them as much as you bless us. We ask for the whole brotherhood throughout the world that you will keep them safe and bless your word to them by your spirit. Heavenly Father, we are little children as has been prayed already this morning, but we're asking thee to teach us and show us more about your Son, that we might delight in Him more, obey Him better, and that this church will stand for Him and never compromise His holy religion, which is so full of forgiveness and mercy and kindness to us sinners. And we thank Thee. We thank Thee that in the Word of God, Jesus is called the Son of David throughout, from Genesis, where He is out of the tribe of Judah, to the last verses of the Bible. And he was a scoundrel. Oh, Lord, we're going to look at it today. But we thank thee that Jesus is the friend of sinners and that you chose David to be your favorite, though guilty of very serious capital crimes. We praise your glorious name and we thank thee for loving us, even us, the base of this world, the foolish of this world, the weak of this world, the poor of this world. You've chosen us rich in faith. And Heavenly Father, that grace was not bestowed upon us in vain, but we shall give Thee praise this day through Jesus Christ our Lord. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our feeble and flawed efforts to worship Thee, but we will do it with all our might this day. And it's in Jesus' name, Jesus' glorious name, that we pray. Amen. Amen.